Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Clinical Scoop, soon to be the Clinical Circle. The Clinical Research Circle, we're in the process of rebranding everything. I'm Dan Farah. I've got Chris Sauber on. Uh, Hello, we've got Dr. Al Jazeera on. And we've got a world-famous MPC, Monica Paula Quitiva. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're going to get into some stuff. You guys can see the screen here. Okay, you can see that we're already deep deep into the abyss of uh, clinicaltrials.gov, the never-ending uh, website that has no finish line. But before we get into the nitty-gritty, Dr. Al has a word of advice for sites out there. So Dr. Al, you may have found a new way to our new strategy to maybe approach sponsors for studies for you. Yeah, yes, Dan, through clinicaltrials.gov to see if there's any clinical trial uh, that, like for me as an oncologist, I went to the clinicaltrial.gov and I went to the search uh, box and uh, and tried to find out like trial. And it was like a ton of them that I may benefit from them, I may not benefit from them. But tomorrow I put the recruiting one and the one that's done within, uh, uh, within other medical group that work around the same county that I'm residing in or I work at different cities so there would not be competition, but the same county and look at uh, any practices that's uh, in your county, but different city than you that's uh, doing the same clinical trial and apply for it. Your chances of having the, to get the trial is higher than applying and opening a new site because they already established in that county is already established in that uh, area and they can send their monitors to the easier. So they have sunken costs basically. Mm -hmm. And yep. um, it's actually, Chris, did we ever do anything like this for our sites? Uh, any kind of... Um, we don't uh, typically do specific, every once in a while, um, I know we'll have a client that hasn't gotten a study for a while now. It's Judy to or Julie, uh, Judy, Julie to um, specifically concentrate on a certain indication or a certain therapeutic area and try and get a, a study there. But yeah. Typically, that's not what we do. Okay. So we're gonna get into right into the action. Okay. So there's a lot of action here. So. Uh, just a disclaimer, okay? This is not financial advice. Let me do Yahoo Finance. This is not financial Thank advice, you. guys. Um, we're going to talk about stocks, but biotechs, but we talk about them from the perspective of clinical researchers. And so our approach is unique because we look into, we don't do technical analysis. I mean, we have people who do this stuff that we know. We do more fundamental and we look at the uh, clinicaltrials.gov, which really, you know, I don't think anyone's approaching these stocks in this way. So we got two from our super fan. We got two uh, stocks, two biotechs they want us to look at. One of them, um, and again, 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 no financial advice. Matter of fact, do not, we're just entertainers. For or you'll you. lose all your money. Yeah, we just, um, <laughs> we're entertainment for you, okay? So first one is Kala, K-A-L-A. Uh, went up 7.5% today. So over the six month, okay, it was at nine, and then it was at a peak of about nine, 980, and now it's back down. Basically, Dr. Al, you and I talked about this one um, earlier, but Kala had a... Uh, review that they were approved for dry eyes already right yeah and what new medication for dry eye back earlier in 2020 and they were wearing uh, waiting to start producing uh i bought it when it was like also in the seventh in the past or six in the past but yeah. i was noticing why it's not coming up after the approval or anything and then after searching with Dan, we find out why then. Right. So here's the Yahoo. There's an article on Yahoo from January 7th. Kala Pharmaceutical announces availability of, um, where is this? Why is it disappearing from my screen? 
Uh, That's just pairing for Mars too. A, a <laughs> do you know how to pronounce this, Doctor Al? You're the um, doctor here. What is this drug? How do you pronounce it properly? Asuvitism. Asuvitism. Okay, so <laughs> dry eye disease and provides update on development pipeline. Is dry eye disease like? Are there not many treatments for this? No. That you're aware of? I There's no good so. treatment for it. And they maybe they give you uh, eye drops, only the tear drops and like this, but there is nothing can help the, I think mm -hmm. the cheapest medication was uh, in the hundreds of dollars for dry eye. Yeah. So here we I've have been, it. I've been, go ahead. I've been told by a number of ophthalmologists that I have dry eye, but it doesn't bother me. Uh, it certainly doesn't bother me enough to spend hundreds of dollars. Yeah, well, I had LASIK surgery and about seven years ago, and they recommended I use eye drops for the rest of my life because um, that's what after LASIK. And I, I'm not so compliant. So, but I, you know, personally, I don't need a prescription. But, um, but look, this is why this is important. First and only prescription therapy approved specifically for short-term treatment of the signs and symptoms of dry eyes. So now, here's where this gets interesting. And Dr. Al and I were talking about this. They, Kala is not gonna, it's not pursuing a partner with any big pharma. They are going solo to sell this. They've hired their own sales force and they're going by themselves. So what they're really doing, they're either going long-term, try to become a big company or, or a bigger market cap. Because if we look at the uh, chart, let me go back to the chart so we can see what the market cap size is or they're trying to increase their attractiveness for a potential acquisition by going by themselves first rather than partnering. A lot of these small companies when they come when they get approval, they they don't have the sales force. So they choose to partner with a bigger drug company and then they have to share the profits. These guys are not doing that. They're going all in on this thing. Right? And so we've seen this before with uh, I think Neurocrine did this, Chris where they went approval and rather than partnering and since they've been um they haven't been acquired uh still but there are always rumors about what did neurocrine do their market cap went way up because they were actually successful oh, yeah. so cal is at 430 million okay and we'll compare it when we compare it with the other stock on our list biochrist which we'll get there okay that's 1.54 billion okay so as you can see this is on the smaller market cap. This is the cap. different company. This is the other company. Uh, right, right. So it's a small, this is on the small end of the biotech market cap, Kala. Even the medium to small is what this one is. Okay. And if you look for whatever it's worth, but analysts love this thing. Okay. One year target estimate of $21. Okay. That's what um, Yahoo says. So, this is if their sales campaign is successful, like they're going to start hiring sales reps to go out. And uh, Monica found this article. Okay, so thank you for this, Monica. What did you discover in this article? Oh, here's this is what she discovered. Okay, I read this too. I just forgot. I have ADD, guys. Uh, insiders. Okay, we've lost count. Look at this article from Simply Wall Street. We've lost count of how many times insiders have accumulated shares in a company that goes on to improve markedly. The flip side is that there are more than a few examples of insiders that dump the stock prior to a period of weak performance. So shareholders might well want to know whether insiders have been buying or selling Kella. Uh, it's perfectly legal for company insiders, including board members, to buy and sell stock in a company. Now, we got to disclose, we don't know anyone at Kella. I didn't know what Cal even was until this week or last week. Um, so we don't know any insider <laughs> doing anything. I wish we can go find, we'll go on clinicaltrials.gov. You guys be patient. We will go look, we will find an email. Okay. And then we can just start asking them questions uh, if you want, but let me go back. Uh, so we don't have any information on insiders, but look at this article. Okay. Uh, Kala Pharmaceutical Insider Transactions over the last year. In the last 12 months, the biggest single purchase by an insider was when Chief Operating Officer 
Todd Bazemore. Okay, so LinkedIn later. I will LinkedIn him later. Bought $58,000 worth of shares at a price of $575 a share. We do like to see buying, but this purchase was made at well below the current list price of $743. Because the shares were purchased at a lower price, this doesn't tell us much about how insiders feel about the current share price. That was like an option. You can. This is an employee retention tool that they, it's perfectly legal to do. Todd Basemore purchased 10,000 shares over the year. The average price per share was 576. Um, there are plenty of other companies that have insiders buying shares. It, many investors like to check how much of a company is owned by insiders. A high insider ownership makes company leadership more mindful of shareholder interest. Our data from Simply Wall Street suggests Kala Insiders own 0.7% of the company, worth about 2.7 million. We prefer to see high levels of insider ownership. So what do the Kala Pharmaceutical Insider transactions indicate? It doesn't really mean much that no insider has traded Kala Pharmaceutical shares in the last quarter. On a brighter note, the transactions over the last year are encouraging. While we have no worries about the insider transactions, we'd be more comfortable if they owned more of the stock. In addition to knowing about insider transactions going on, it's beneficial to identify the risks facing Kala. Um, so they they want you to click on links to pay for them. But this article is recent. Okay, this was like two days ago. Dan, yeah. I think when you when you trade a pharmaceutical company or anything, mainly pharmaceutical company when we're talking about, as you said, uh, Inside transaction is very important to look at and uh, follow the stock according to it. Uh, the news or banks showing interest in one of the companies or big companies showing interest of one of the smaller company, or if you have any uh, share buyback from the company itself, all this is gonna read the stock price and you need to look into it or look for these news when you uh, follow uh, drug companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. What do you, Chris and Monica? What do you guys think? Chris and and MPC, um, Igor, our super fan. By the way, by the way, we have to give Igor more credit. Igor should be like an honorary member of this um, circle because he knows nothing about research, but he's passionate about biotech. And um, he gives us all these names that are interesting to look we at. We should bring him at least once. <laughs> he's one of those. He's not. He's like Wizard of Oz. But Igor is a mover and shaker on Wall Street. He is the meme mm -hmm. king of biotechs. Um, Most probably you can bring him one time on the, on the Zoom meeting. Yeah. I mean, ask him. If you guys ask him. You know, maybe he'll listen. Like, give him a give a thirty second plea for Igor. All three of you, please. Igor, come to us and uh, share with us one of the Zoom meetings. We invite you. That's a very convincing <laughs> one, hey, Chris. Yeah, Igor. I mean, we'll all help the audience lose the money. Maybe you can uh, do better job. And Dr. Al. We. Igor, we need your help. Help. <laughs> we want you here we want you here <laughs> so one of the things i do guys on i go on twitter and i i put this the so on twitter you can search for the dollar sign so if you want to search for stocks on twitter you put the dollar sign symbol and then k-a-l-a and you can find people talking about it in real time it's not that much talking about it they're saying that there's you know these are mostly traders looking at it uh, but if you're ever interested about any of these biotechs and want want to hear what people are saying on Twitter, um, for whatever it's worth, you know, you can go on there. So clinicaltrials.gov, I mean, I don't know if it's um, anything worth looking at here because um, I put Kala, so I actually should put Kala Pharmaceuticals on the clinicaltrials.gov. Sorry, wrong one, wrong one. Start over. This is how anybody at home can do this. Okay. And Dr. Al's website is also good for this too. Um, there's only nine. So now I found the actual company. Terminated. This one has results. Um, 
treatment of inflammation following cataract surgery in children. How common is this cataract in children, Dr. Al? This, I didn't even know this was a thing. There is a thing like this, but it's not common. So rare disease, or this is, would be like a rare, obviously. a Yeah, early cataract. And but that study has terminated with results. Yeah, very devastating because it can affect their vision for the rest of their life. Yeah, and when something's terminated with results as opposed to completed with results, it's usually not good. Not a good. So didn't look like uh, this study is promising uh, if you're looking for future pipelines. This one, safety and efficacy of KPI 121 in subjects with dry ice. This is the one that got approved as well as these ones. Okay, these are all with inflammation, post-surgical inflammation and pain, dry ice disease, dry eye, dry eye. Um, macular with diabetic macular edema. Um, so this is a, another one that completed with results. And you can, you guys can go look. I mean, let's just click on this one because I'm looking at another one besides dry eye because we know dry is approved. Okay. So now the only risk is that they don't sell as much as they should or as much as they're expecting. And Wall Street doesn't like that. And then if an acquisition comes, it comes at a discount. Uh, that's the downside here, that they don't sell, right? The upside is they sell more than they expect and a, they either continue to, to be independent or a competitor comes in and makes an offer they can't refuse, right? Which would be good for the now, stock price. With all of that being said, when it does initially get approved, it usually gets a bump in stock price at that point. Regardless, because they sales, yeah. there's no sales sales figures yet. This one didn't, you know. That's what me and Doctor Al were talking about the other day. If you look at the uh, six month, okay. I mean, right, when it got I approved, guess you it can consider. I guess you can consider this a bump in September. You know, it went to like nine eighty three, but it's not much of a bump because it was already around those levels. So. Well so what was it at prior to that in the valley? So year to date, bump, like, year to date was like twenty like percent, six dollar from January of um, uh, this year. Well, well, let's look at the one year. It was actually June of last year. It was in the teens, thirteen fifty. Mm. Okay, so that bump of approval, whenever approval happened, do you remember when approval happened, Doctor Alpha? I think back in March of April of twenty twenty. Okay, so yeah, so there was no bump so, around there. Well, well, that's well, kind of. I think uh, the stock like the. Oh, they March, bump, April, the yeah, they did get the bump. They got the bump. Yeah, they, they did get the bump, and then after that, no. So they went to the thirteen. I, so it went from like six dollars, five dollars to thirteen. And, and then, then sales it, weren't what they expected. Well, not that. I think the Wall Street was expecting an acquisition. You know, oh, and then they okay. announced that they're not going to do that. And so now it's been stable. It's been very stable. Look, it's been in the sevens for the last months. So yeah, PE ratio matters no longer for stocks. Yeah, but that's for dry eyes. So let's look at this other indication. They have another, okay, same drug for diabetic macular edema and retinal vein occlusion. They have results. This study completed the results was posted December of 2020. So this is new. Let's see what the results. Um, primary endpoint. Where is the analysis? Outcome measure. Um, usually they have the uh, outcomes here. Analysis. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Adver let's look at the adverse events. Um, an itchy eye. Yeah, because this is the other. Oh, okay, here we go. You know, measure. Okay, so in the um, KPI one to one, one percent suspension, uh, mean deviation. Uh, what's the primary outcome? Let me see. Where am I supposed to look here, Doctor? Hey, number three. Number three. Primary outcome. Go, go here. Number three. Oh, outcome, outcome data? Yeah. Outcome no, no. data. Uh, the one on top, uh, the outcome. On top. Yeah, on top of the outcome measure that data. 
This? On the left, on the left, on the left. This? Oh, no, left. No. Yeah, left. Left. Go, go to the left. This? Left. On the left column, I'm guessing they're yeah. saying. I, I'm not following either. Dan. <laughs> Primary objective. This no, all the way to the left. All the way to the end of yeah. the page. Yeah. Left. This uh -huh. it says Here. primary outcome. Do you see three? Exactly. It says primary yeah. outcome there. Yeah, no, I see that. But what do you see? I mean, where's the results? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But I'm looking like, where's the results? Because see, this is one arm was 1% solution. The other arm was 0.25% solution. The primary outcome is center subfield retinal thickness. So negative 8.2 versus 4.8 retinal thickness. Is that, what, is that what causes dry eye, retinal thickness? I would just think it's like tear ducts aren't working. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just here, step. Unable to analyze the uh, data for efficacy under analysis population description, outcome major data. Ah. Unfortunately, the, the total area was not collected during the study. Uh-huh. So this study was a complete failure. Exactly. <laughs> Completed they needed a CRO, like the clinical research circle, to help them get their study up and running better. I mean, Let's look at another one with the uh, results. May Mayo BN gland disease. What's the disease? I don't know. Let's see. I mean, if you don't know, there's no way I'm going to know. May May Mayboyan. Full disclosure, Dr. Al is an oncologist, okay? Not an That's only in Maui. See? Maui. Mayboyan gland <laughs> gland disease, Maui. I guess Maui is the Nickname. For I don't know what is this. Something rare, <laughs> but let's see the results. This one's the results. Uh, study results. Okay. We have. Let's go to number three. Negative four point one. And negative. Outcome measured data. Uh, minus zero point five. Versus minus zero four. It looks the same. Zero point seven nine significant. No good outcome. No good outcome. So really, guys, all that to show that there's nothing else in the pipeline that uh, you have. You know, if you're gonna be an investor in this stock, you don't have anything else um, in the pipeline. It's just this drug, right? But that should be enough. Look, estimates are saying $21 in one year. So they're going on it their own. They have a drug. They got the bump to from the 5 to 13. Now it's back down in the 7s. Maybe a good time to get in. I don't know. Uh, do your own analysis. Uh, we're not. We're just looking at the studies. There's nothing else in the pipeline. So all you're banking on is that they're going to start selling this thing better than expected. It's a high risk. It seems like a high risk. Yeah, it could also be undervalued with the drug that they have, you know, because they have an unproven sales force. Maybe they have bigger market than we anticipated. That's why they expected the stock to go to 22. Exactly. Exactly. Or an acquisition, you know, maybe they sell and then and they're waiting for acquisition. So the next one, thanks to Igor, BioChrist. Pharmaceuticals, BCRX, Japanese approval for hereditary angioedema in adults and pediatric patients. Mm -hmm. So what is this, Dr. Al? Angioedema is the swelling of the tissue, especially in the mucosal membrane. Sometimes it can happen because of allergic reaction and sometimes can happen because it's... Uh, Deficiency on some kind of the the hereditary one you have acquired and hereditary the hereditary one that happened once in a while because of it is hereditary that's why okay well, how, how come changes that happen but also the acquired one can happen as part of the allergic reaction and can cause uh, uh, 
blocking of the respiratory uh, for the trachea because of the angioedema or the swelling of the tissue there. And how common is this? So it is very serious thing can happen. But is it common? It's common not occurrence common, in... But you see it, I saw it like about uh, a dozen times in my practice. Okay. So I do this... like this, so a patient can have something like this happening to him. So both of these stocks are related to rare disease. Yeah. Now, BioCrist, unlike Kala, they tried the COVID thing. They tried a COVID, um, looks like a treatment, uh, and it failed, right? So it provided an update and the data on the antiviral, uh, and it did not, um, the study was not designed. Uh, so, so they stopped the study uh, for COVID. So really what you have is um, for the rare disease and that's Japanese approval. Okay. That's not United States approval. The bullish argument would be, well, they're going to do a study in the U S so let me, I actually have their, let's see, I have, let's see if they're doing anything in the U S yeah. This one has completed in the U S. Um, so they have one for influenza that completed, uh, this one completed, let's see when must be old. 2015. Okay, so this is not relevant uh, for the stock right now. Um, let's see what other indications they have. Influenza, that one's related to that one. Influenza, influenza, gout. Okay, so in the U.S., there's no study. It's just the um, Japan. Okay. Uh, and it doesn't look like there's any interest in doing a study in the u.s because we would have seen something on clinicaltrials.gov in my opinion we would have seen something uh on there so i would not look into this stock um i don't know why igor is so excited i mean igor i understand you get great technical analysis you've you got to learn from clinicaltrials.gov i mean just search you know look the only one in the U.S. was this thing from five years ago, six years ago for influenza. There was one with gout that completed as well in the U.S. And that was so, even older. So there's nothing for this condition in the United States. So all you have is Japan. You're probably going to get like Asia, you know, and uh, that's not exciting for investors in the U.S. biotech. Okay. Uh, okay so here's a question. Yeah. That may... Because I'm not sure of the answer. I think I know the answer, but not enough catalyst. Better. Not enough catalyst, <laughs> in my opinion. And the analyst would agree with me. One-year target estimate, eleven dollars. So that's not exciting to me um, for a biotech. A biotech, I want to see if it's eight dollars. I want to see one-year target estimate, twenty, forty, not eleven. This is I can get this from um, General Electric. Not now, my friend. No, the the can is much better for GE. <laughs> yeah, you get better. Yeah. Why? Oh, so, so, Chris. Can, yeah, sorry, I got disconnected there for a moment. Still can't. My camera's still not working, but you can hear me, right? Chris, we can hear you loud yeah. and clear. Mic check one two one two. Good. Okay, so the the Japanese drug BCRX, I think it's called. Um, they could have something in the pipeline in Japan and it wouldn't show up on clinicaltrials.gov, no? I mean, it's supposed to show up anywhere in the world, but um, I don't know if Japan... I've seen when it's U.S. and international, it shows up on clinicaltrials.gov. If it's right. not if it's U.S., strictly Japan, it won't show up. I don't think right. they're required so, to post it on clinicaltrials.gov. Right, that's what I would think as well. So... Uh, maybe he knows something that we don't know by just looking at yeah. No, knowing Igor, Igor is a speculator and um, a very good one. But Igor, there's nothing here, man. Okay, BCRX, I'm sorry to end the show on a, you know. Why don't you go to uh, Biofarm Catalyst and put the sample for the Okay, company. let's do this. Something else.
what's what's that website again? Biofon. Oh, here we go. I have it. Please be patient. Your call is very important to us. <laughs> Someone will be with you shortly. Uh, let's copy and paste this bad boy. Not excited about this stock at all. Uh, no, but the other one sounds more appealing. I mean, Kala is appealing. <laughs> Kala has something going in the U.S. with a uh, untapped market, right? That's why I think that. Okay, I I put it and nothing's coming up. Let's put the ticker. Put What's put the it, ticker? Uh, you need to click it. Put e it. R X. Yeah, just click it. Uh huh. I know. I mean, it's simple, but you know. When you have ADHD, yeah. it's not so simple. Now, latest in news and pipeline to your left. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, yeah, they have phase one, phase one. Recent Triangle Park, 22nd. So it's brand new. Thank you, Dr. Al. You saved the day for us because we were just talking about how no clinicaltrials.gov. This shows you the inefficiencies in clinicaltrials.gov. Okay. BCRX today announced that the Ministry of Health in Japan has granted marketing and manufacturer approval for oral once daily orladio for the hereditary angioedema HAE. Okay. Pediatric and adults. Um, but this is from Research Triangle Park. So uh, Orphan Pacific Inc. is BioCris representative partner in Japan. So BioCris is a U.S. company. That's why they're on the stocks here. But they're, it looks like they're only going to commercialize it in Japan. In December, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved Orladeo in the U.S. In Europe, the EMA validates its marketing authorization submission for Orladeo and formal review under the centralized procedures underway. The company expects mm. an approval decision in Europe. So the Food and Drug you, Administration you find approved, something different. Already approved it. So I guess if you do a study in Japan, um, there and I remember Luke Eddington was telling me this from Australia. Sometimes the FDA will allow data from certain countries. So Japan's on that list. So in December, the U.S. FDA approved this in the U.S. Uh, in the U.S. So with the approval in Japan, BioCrist is eligible to receive an additional milestone payment of fifteen million from Tory upon receipt of a reimbursement. So it's approved for use here in the US too, as of December of last year. So maybe the catalyst is gonna be an acquisition, just like Kala. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad you told me about this website. Done. So can you see back on December if he has any bumps? When it was approved uh, in the U.S.? Yeah, it was uh, December 3rd was the approval. So let's see. La, let's go last six months. December 3rd. Yeah, so it took a bump from uh, 4 to 7. It doubled. 4 to 8. Mm. Upon that approval. And now it's been at the same level. That's what I've been saying. Like, watch for these kind of news where you have that you can find uh, the change in the price according to the news that happened. If, uh, yeah. So, Biofarm Catalyst is probably going to be a important arsenal in addition to CT.gov because CT.gov is good to look at the results, like we did. Look at what's in the, you know what's in this uh, U.S. as far as studies are concerned. But in the case of when a drug is being done only in Japan and then the FDA accepts it because they, there is a list of countries where data is acceptable by the FDA and by the e European Union too. European EMA has to validate this um, by uh, first quarter of uh, or second quarter of 2021. It's probably going to, the company already expects an approval in Europe. So it's already factored into the stock price. So really here it's, you have like, just like Cala, the same catalysts, um, Although we don't know if they're going to go with their own sales force or what's going to happen. You know, that's the only difference. 
with Kella, they already have their own Salesforce. Uh, and uh, there's no other stocks that I see. Nope. Yeah, no stocks. I'm asking Igor. Nothing. So that's it, guys. I don't know. Maybe BioCrist is uh, good, but I think there's a bigger market for dry eye than for hereditary angio edema, no? I think this is you need to wait for the earning and see how the outcome of the earning. How you This is how you trade this company, the foreign companies. Just wait for the earnings. When uh, look into it, see when it's the earning coming and see how much they sold, how much profit they made. And this is how you traded much better than earnings date, March 3rd, between March 3rd and March 8th. Yeah. So that's where, where uh, you look for the earning of the company and see what's in the predicted, what the expect, yeah. what the historical one. And that way, maybe you can trade it much better than just. Because there is nothing to, to trade here or at least yeah. use about I feel it. like we need another diamond in the rough. So I'm going to Kala and I'm going to see what other ones people are watching. This one's down 5%. Oh, this one's down 8% today. Rhythm. Rhythm Pharmaceuticals. So while I'm doing this, Chris, can you dance to a rhythm? Monica, you do the beat and then Chris, they're going to dance to the rhythm as we look up <laughs> the rhythm. Come on, guys. We need views. Uh, okay. <laughs> now 9% today. Rhythm Pharmaceuticals. Let me see. These guys, we're going to go with uh, Dr. Al's favorite website. Dr. Al's favorite website. One of your favorite. Slow, slow. My computer's slow, guys, but be patient. Rhythm Pharmaceuticals. Here we go. Yeah, this is another one with rare genetic, uh, with is uh, with rare, uh, that that is rare disease. Yeah, pathway deficiency related obesities. Mm-hmm. Rare genetic disorders of obesity. Wow, so, that's a big market. Obesity. So FDA approved something in November 2020, set POMC deficiency, obesity, leptin receptor deficiency. Huh. Okay. And so now they have in phase three, same drug for Alstrom syndrome and Bardet-Badel syndrome. What's this? Dr. Al, you know these things? What is this? Alstrom syndrome, Bardet Badel syndrome. What's a syndrome? <laughs> and what about this? <laughs> POMC. I send you a I send you a link with the pipe the their pipeline. It has a little bit uh, You sent okay, I'm gonna pull that up. I'm gonna yeah. pull it up what you sent. They have plenty. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten studies. Let's look. Well, Let's look on my favorite website, uh, clinicaltrials.gov, and see. And now I, I'm going to pull up Monica's study as well here. Let's pull this up. So we got uh, Monica's article, like magic. You got to love technology. She finds something in her office very far away from me. And I find something. 20 feet? I find something on my computer uh, in a different time zone from her. Yeah, 20 feet away. Now FDA approved. Okay, we are studying rare genetic disorders of obesity. Guys, this could be good. Dr. Al. How much obesity, if you had, I know you're, this is not your field, but if you had to guess, obesity in this country is a problem. So what percentage of the obesity is related to 
genetics versus lifestyle what percentage can you attribute to genetic disorder for obesity i think it's 10 to 20 percent i don't think it should be more than this monica can search it and tell us monica <laughs> let's do it let's do it <laughs> while i'm while i'm reading and actually Set melandontine, obesity due to POMCPCSK1 deficiency, obesity due to leper deficiency, Alstrom syndrome. So let me look at the stock in one year. Okay, it's at 31. So it went from 18, blah, blah. So it's at a pretty high 52-week range is up to 43, from 13 to 43. Um, the latest news is yesterday. They announced positive data with this drug and additional MC4R pathway deficiency related obesities. Eight days ago, they were gonna provide update on this study. Now it's positive. And this is the study that's in uh, this one, phase three. I think that's this, let, let me see which study is. So phase two or phase three? Uh, phase two, phase two. So they had positive results of this study phase two the phase three oh, we need to oh, see sorry, go. oh go ahead chris what what so I, I googled what you asked monica to google and it basically it says most people that have a weight problem probably have some genetic predisposition but obesity is lifestyle typically okay and uh we can look on clinicaltrials.gov for this see what they have going on but it, um the website tells us 24 studies but let's see what's uh not yet recruiting hypothalamic obesity so they have a new one in the pipeline long-term extension trial you know how we feel about those that means that they think it's a uh, good but this one already got approval uh genetic disorder of obesity and then they have a bunch that are already completed. So I don't know if this is something that I would, the, the results are already here, you know, and the rest are very rare disease. Um, phase two, they just announced good data and that's already priced in. It's gonna take a year to get to the phase three at least, if not two years. And then here you get the phase three for Alstrom syndrome and Bartel. They already got approval for the leptin. This is probably the biggest market amongst their three. So I don't know. I'm not too excited about this one either, guys. But uh, yeah, I I would. It's uh, well, I mean that's my thoughts. So who am I? And no, but nobody cares. But it seems that the disease are um taking over like i mean with the stocks and and even for pharma for research mm -hmm. as we were discussing with dr uh dr al uh the other day well let's look at the cifra what people also watch related to this 52 week range from 33 to 71 i could get behind this one so far it looks like it's on the lower end of that range let's see maybe we find something good here 16 days ago, corporate update and highlights. Not interesting. Uh, 22 days ago, they presented at the 39th annual JP Morgan Health Conference. So let's go to Dr. Al's favorite website. Biofarmcatalyst.com. They should give us for free for all the, we're pumping this thing. If Biofarm Catalyst had a stock, well, I would buy that stock instead of the last two drugs we looked at. Uh, <laughs> always sell. I only see. Always trust Sorry. the companies that sell equipment to the gold miners. Don't. That makes more money than the gold miner themselves. Okay. Decipher. What would you say, Chris? Typically. Yeah, I only see the clinicaltrials.gov website. Are you changing you the websites? Yeah, you can't see this? No, all I see is clinicaltrials.gov. Guys, you see this? Is that true for... I see it, yeah. It's 4257. Huh. Yeah. Why do I only see clinicaltrials.gov? Weird. Chris, I all don't right, know. We send a Geek Squad member to your house immediately. 
<laughs> there you go. Thank you. The circle, the circle pays for a repairman for your computer. Very uh, nice. <laughs> I just had to buy a new computer too. Okay, pipeline, pipeline, guys. You like this? Solid tumors, Doctor L. This, this is up your alley. This might, guys. We waited till the end. I see Doctor Al's facial expressions. He's looking interested in this one. Upcoming catalyst, my friend. I told you guys, Dr. I don't get him going. Premium membership <laughs> is required to view these things. But Dr. Al, you can do this on your computer and see. <laughs> solid tumors, giant cell tumor, solid tumor, paclitaxel, re rebastinib. What's rebastinib? Ah. Ooh, top line data for the pivotal phase three study of Kinlock in patients with second line GIST. What is this GIST is expected in the second half of 2021. That's a phase three study. So let's go to forget about rhythm. This thing is, yeah, I wouldn't touch this, <laughs> but maybe this one. Let's see what studies they have. Decipherer. Chris, we may have found something here, man. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm reflecting on our last found something and how that turned out. <laughs> let's not talk about and? we found some NWBO and we found some other good ones too. What's the name of the company? Uh, Decipher, D E C I P H E R A. No, the symbol. Uh, symbol D C P H. D C C H. No, D C P H. Uh, Dan, Chris, Paula. Henry. <laughs> Dan, Chris, Peter, Henry. Chris, can you see on your screen anything other than your handsome face? I see clinicaltrials.gov. That's all I see. Chris, my I don't know computer, what's going on. My, my computer locked up and it said uh, Zoom is now uh, stopping. But oh, then nice. I could hear you guys again and video started working. But I guess the page doesn't change anymore. Riveting. So, Dr. Al, I can actually yeah. see his screen. Uh, I can too. Yeah, I can see his screen too. So, let's see. I can see him typing there. Dr. Al liking this one. Maybe we found something for Dr. Al here. Decipher a pharma. They're in a pivotal phase three. One-year target estimate, $76. Guys, you want to double your money in a year? Maybe right here. You could have doubled your money today on games, uh, GameSpot. You could GameStop. have you could have seven x your money in the week, eight x in the week. I'm just saying today, 130 percent increase. I think. Yeah, Game Stonk. Yeah, Dan, this yeah. is the upcoming catalyst. This is the first thing. Can you see technology. it? Guys? Yeah, we love this technology here. What's? Uh, <laughs> can you read it? Dysenia Pharmaceutical provide. Corporate update and highlight key 2020 corporate milestone. Okay. I see they also have a migraine study. Oh, no, sorry. Malignancies, advanced malignancy. Uh, nothing. Terminated. Nothing. Uh, wow, approved for marketing. Which one is that? Approved for marketing, expanded no. access of reprentinib in treatment in patients with advanced GIST. So the furthest one ahead is you said which indication is the which one, Doctor Al? Uh, let's see, recruiting. Let's go with recruiting. Five studies for recruiting for Dicephora. None. Five studies. Giant cell tumor. Very, 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 very rare. Really? Yeah. Let's go with the phase three. That's the one we're interested in. That's the one with the earliest catalyst is going to be second half of 2021. Zero. There's nothing. So I don't see. Um, uh, maybe it's not recruiting anymore. Is the one that says is the one that says not yet recruiting? I think. Yeah. Let me put. Up. Let me change the phase phase three. Let's apply now. 
active not yet recruiting. This one? Mm, no, that's gastro gastrointestinal, stromal, tumors. Both are for gastrointestinal. Very rare, Dr. Al? Uh, just no, gastrointestinal stromal tumor. It is like uh, more common than the giant cell tumor. But the guest is uh, can, it's type of sarcoma. That's okay. So what do you think, Gary? You think there's a market for this? Because this seems like for the first study, you know, because it's already approved. And it's already, we've already been treating for it. I think it's an old study since 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what it is. But for the other one, I don't know if you can. Click yeah, it. phase three. This is the one. The gastrointestinal stromal yeah. tumors is in phase three. And they're expecting a uh, decision by the FDA um, in second half of 2021. So that's the one we were looking at, the clinical yeah. trials. Top line data expected from this study, expected second half of 2021. Top line data. So the efficacy, they want to see like the early stage. They're going to do a database lock and see, analyze the the data. So it could be good or bad. I don't think it's going to be a big catalyst. No? To be honest yeah. So there you guys have it. I mean, you can do this all day too. You know, I just picked the ones that are down. Blueprint Medicines Corporation. 90 bucks. Uh, wow. Okay, now. Blue, yeah. Blue is big. Blue is big. It's being, $5 billion dollar market cap. It's being bought by one of the biggest company, bigger company, Novartis or... Oh, wow. Let's go with Mirati Therapeutics. Mirati. Um, yeah, 52 week range, 66. Activity lately. They have a nine billion dollar market cap. This is huge. We don't want these. We want small. <laughs> Kura. What's Kura? I used to go to a restaurant, a sushi place called Kura. Let's click on this. That's it. Kura Oncology. Doctor L. 1.9 billion only. Uh. Yeah, so you guys can do this all day long. Look how many opportunities there are, guys, in biotech. You can just keep clicking until your computer, like Chris, freezes. Okay, Thanks. and you're still only at 0.1% <laughs> of the potential. Here's one that's trading at $7 at the low end of a 52-week range between 6 and 14. Kura, or Voyager, sorry, Voyager Therapeutics. Uh... There is a class action lawsuit against Voyager. Always a good sign. Um, it's a good buy. Yeah. <laughs> People are scared. Let's see. Los Angeles, a national shareholder, Voyager. Uh, investors who purchased the company's securities between June 2017 and November 2020 are encouraged to contact uh, according to the complaint, the company made false and misleading statements to the market. Voyager's IND submission to the FDA for VYHTT01 failed to include key information on chemistry, manufacturing, and controls, including drug device compatibility and product characterization. The company's IND was deficient based on this failure. The company overstated the likelihood of the IND submission achieving FDA approval. Uh, Voyager Therapeutics. Okay, now I'm curious. Let's see what we got in their pipeline. Remember, guys, always Dr. Al's favorite website and clinicaltrials.gov used Just in combination. Huh? I'm looking at the Biofarm uh, Catalyst website and they're saying about the biotech analyst rating. Credit Suisse outperform price targets uh, 27. Uh, another one Price target is 22, and the third one is price target is 40. Are you talking about Voyager? Uh, about this, uh, no, about different company, most probably. Yeah, no, different. Oh. Hold on, let me tell you, I'm on there, I'm on your favorite website about Voyager right now. Voyager Therapeutic, a clinical stage gene therapy company. This is right up our alley, guy. We love genetics. What's the simple for it? 
V-Y-G-R. Victor, Yvonne, Gregory, and Romantico. <laughs> V-Y-G-R. Voyager. Chris is entertained. Look at his face. This yeah. Chris oh, is great information. Chris, <laughs> we might find a diamond in the rough. It just takes an hour. But look at Voyager. It's like near a 52-week low. The phase two mm-hmm. clinical trial placed on a hold December 22nd. Mm-hmm. What we got? Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing this. So I entered into an employment agreement with a new hired employee that, amongst other things, provides for the grant of a non-qualified. What is this? Stock option. Can you explain what we're reading here? Mm. Look at this, Chris. You'll like this one, Chris. Chris. I can't look at anything. I'm looking at clinicaltrials.gov for the last 10 minutes. Chris, listen, listen then. I know you can't look. Use your other sense right now. Listen. Okay. Will do. December 22nd, the Food and Drug Administration notified Neurocrine Biosciences. You heard of this company? Neurocrine, Chris? Yeah. Neurocrine. Monica, you heard? Neurocrine? New to me. No. Yeah. no. It has placed a <laughs> clinical hold on Restore One clinical trial of NB. So they partner with Voyager. As previously announced, trials participating in Restore had not been screening and rolling or dosing patients as a result of the pandemic and more recently as a result of independent data safety monitoring board request to pause dosing periods. The DSNB has requested additional patient level data from the trial and now plans to review these in early 21. So this study is on hold for Parkinson's. Genetic therapy for Parkinson's. All right. Oh. And Neurocrine's a big company. What now? Now what's they're the price at right now today? The price is seven point seven three. The target price is twenty-eight. Oh. Yeah, right now Voyager is at drumroll please seven point seven three seven dollars and seventy three cents. So what's at twenty eight? Yahoo one year target uh, estimate target is price by oh, uh, target games. Okay. Yeah, Yahoo's target for one year is fourteen dollars. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, Yahoo. That's Yahoo. I don't think they're very. Now, Yahoo used to be credible. Now I don't think I don't trust Yahoo so much. But uh, what does your target say on the on your uh, platinum plan? Twenty eight. See, wow, three not, times. Yeah, not bad. Three times. I mean, money. you feel like gambling because casino in California closed, so you have this option <laughs> to gamble. Um, at least casino, you get the beers. You get beer for free. What do you see on clinicaltrials.gov? It's only one study going on right now, and it's on hold. So basically, they put it on hold because of COVID. Let's see. I'm Now I need to look. Sorry, guys. If you guys got to go, let me know. But I need to see this right now. Clinicaltrials.gov. I'm going to look for this. And I'm going to see. There's probably only one study. Okay. I want to see where these sites are located. 14 studies. Wow. Yeah, 14. But, uh, oh, UC San, this is the one. Parkinson's. UC San Francisco. So it makes sense that the study's on hold. There's nothing going on there. This is only essential studies are being done right now at UCSF and the University of Pittsburgh. So. What is this one? That's a feasibility study. So this is the one that's interesting. Okay. Active not recruiting. Active not recruiting. Recruiting, recruiting. Okay, here's the one actually. Melanoma. No, no. So the ones for Parkinson's is these ones. Restore one. Okay, this is the study that's on hold. Uh, UC Irvine, UC Davis, San Francisco. These are all hard hit areas with COVID around the winter. So it makes sense yeah, it, why it's on pause. I found an article that says this is the second clinical hold in as many months of for Cambridge for Cambridge Mass based Voyager. In October, the FDA placed a clinical hold on the company's Huntington disease genetic uh, 
and also the Parkinson's. Therapeutic yeah. are down nearly 10% in pre-market trading after the company announces that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, plays a clinical hold on the experimental, uh, experimental gene therapy for Parkinson's disease. Uh, but it's on hold because of COVID and because the company wants to analyze the top line data. So you're literally gambling on this thing of whether there's gonna... any efficacy or not. But if you feel like a gamble, I mean, look, Neurocrine's a very respectable company. For them to partner with somebody means, and a very smart people working there, it means that they see some value in this potential. I don't know what you think, Chris. That's Eventually. Yeah, potential. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a, a good article for that. You will want to read it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Send it, send it, send it. And then uh, we, we got to end it because these people on clinical scoop, clinical circle, you guys are going to have a headache after this. You're going to need a headache study with Voyager. Maybe they do for <laughs> headache therapy. Then I send it. Take a look. Monica, thank you from a land far away from me. <laughs> but you sent me two things, both of them? No, the last one. Very okay. last one. She he sent three things today since we've been doing this. Uh, yeah. Everyone can see except Chris. So Chris, I'm sorry. Go, yeah, just go. Voyager just go takes down. a hit after FDA places hold. This is on December 23rd. Shares of Voyager were down nearly 10%. After the company announced the FDA Stay placed away. a hold. This is the second hold. Late Last Tuesday. Tuesday, Voyager announced the latest hold. The FDA placed a hold on the restored trial after partner Neurocrine submitted an IND report related to the observation of MRI abnormalities in some Restore 1 study participants. The clinical implications of this observation are currently unknown. MRI abnormalities. What can that be, Dr. L? Uh, abnormality in the brain. Yeah, that's, exactly. that could be. I, I don't know. But that would mean something like physically is happening to the brain. That's uh, can't be good. I think I've taken this drug. Yeah, intracerebral the is assessing NBI and intracerebral AAV-based investigational gene therapy as a potential treatment of Parkinson's. Uh, in September, they announced positive three-year efficacy and safety data in Parkinson's patients. In its announcement, Voyager said patients treated with a one-time dose of the gene therapy showed sustained improvement in motor function, uh, dyskinesia reduction. This is not the first bump in the road. Uh, the trial had previously been paused due to COVID. So now it's not paused due to COVID. They want additional data uh, from trial, and they're going to review this data in early 21 is designed to help produce the aromatic L-amino acid decarboxylase enzyme in brain where it can convert levodopa to dopamine. Parkinson's is characterized by loss of dopamine. And the drug is administered into the brain using intraoperative monitoring with magnetic resonance imaging facilitated targeted delivery. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. When I see hold, FDA placed on hold, uh, and they placed the hold on this for the Huntington's disease. And also for the Parkinson's, the one on top. Yeah. So observed observation of MRI abnormalities. I don't know. The more I read, the more I would say to stay away from this. But, you know, you could gamble, and maybe the FDA says this is not a big deal. I don't know. You guys decide for yourself. I don't think we found any good stocks today other than the first one, Cala. But again, again, we know nothing. Well, Dr. Al is the only one who knows. Uh, but uh, financial uh, advice. But yeah, none of us are giving Follow my advice. advice. Be bankrupt. Yeah. No financial Dr. Al. I'm not a financial advisor. I do not do any recommendation. I'm not. Uh, uh, nothing. Nothing. I'm just. But, but let's. 
that, let's give let's give the audience your cell number and they can call you for personal uh, sure, guidance. Sure. <laughs> Dr. Al's <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> Here's one that's 12 that a one-year target estimate 25 at Verum Biotechnologies. Guys, we can do this all day. I say we save some for next time. And I think Igor, Igor always finds like the potentially good ones, although this BCRX, this, I don't know what you're excited about, Igor. Like, slow it down. This is not... The last four I looked at are more promising than... I think Voyager, if you want to take a gamble, is probably the best one to take a gamble. BCRX is nothing exciting. I kind of like the one that's partnering with Neurocrying. Yeah, that's Voyager. I don't know which one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that's the gamble. That's the one that should have been on Igor's list. Igor improve always improve look for ways to improve your skills eager we're doing this out of love to our number one super fan all right guys you got to give him some you got to give igor some props or he's not going to give you any more recommendations igor keep them coming guys everybody so yes guys we're gonna get going thank you everybody clinical research circle take care not financial advice bye-bye